You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Boys Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. We'll have all the action between your Exeter Eagles and the Governor Mifflin Mustangs coming up. But first, these messages. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org slash on demand. Holy Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Holy Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Holy Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Two two five five. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live, Exeter Senior High School, Riften, Pennsylvania, for tonight's Burks One Two Crossover League battle between the Exeter Eagles and the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. Along with my broadcast partner Ian Kelsey, I'm Darren Ziner. Ian, we'll get into the details of Exeter's last two games, but the Eagles are rolling with wins over Muhlenberg and Mannheim Township. They're absolutely rolling, playing really well on the defensive end and the offensive end, sharing the ball as a team and just really just playing good, solid defense right now. The Eagles are coached by Matt Ashcroft. He's in his fourth season with the Eagles. Currently 4-2 in Burke's two-league play, 9-4 overall. They come into tonight's game on the heels of a thrilling 57-50 victory over Muhlenberg this past Tuesday. In that one, Zion Paschal, in addition to his stout defense, he had a game career-high 17 points. Reese Garvin added 13. He was 3 of 4 from three-point land. Teddy Snyder at 12. Anthony Cachese, a game-high 11 rebounds. Aiden Dauble, 9. Reese Garvin, 7. As a team, out-rebounding the Mules, 46-24. It goes on. They were 13 of 17 from the charity stripe, 10 of 13 in that fourth quarter. They held Muhlenberg backcourt duo Xavier Robertson, Dan Mascarera to two for 23 shooting. And Ian, 
balanced scoring, rebounding, free throw shooting, defense, a solid all-around game showing what Exeter is capable of. Well, when they have good floor leadership like they have with Zion right now, they are a very formidable team to be in Berks County. And the way that they're rebounding and the way that they're sharing the ball, if they continue to do that, I think they have a very bright, for the, bright future for the rest of the season. Exeter followed that game with a 74-62 win over Mannheim Township on Wednesday. In that one, Reese Garvin had 20, Teddy Snyder 17 in the victory. And as you mentioned, something that came out in that game, uh, maybe a glaring weakness Exeter has to look out for. They definitely have a glaring weakness right now. They have a problem with the guards that can penetrate and get inside the, inside the paint. They have, they have to start having their big men step up and play better defense on the interior side. Their outside three-point line defense is solid, but that interior defense has to get better. On the season, Kevin Sens leads the Eagles with a 12.3 points per game average. Reese Garvin on his heels at 12. Anthony Cachese contributes, contributes a shade under 10. Zion Paschal, nine, little over nine. And Ian, that's the balanced scoring we've been talking about, and we've seen that over the last couple games. All season, we've been saying balanced scoring, balanced scoring, and you never know from night to night which, which player is gonna step up, and every night is someone different. Well, super producer Dave Haas gets water from an Exeter parent here. Yeah, very We're nice. Appreciative of that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's my wife. Oh, good job, Sophie. You know what? <laughs> Had I known that and had thought about it, but so yes, thank you very much, dear. That. We thank appreciate you. that. And on the heels of the water delivery, we're going to have more pregame comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of EXP Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a health care provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org slash on-demand. We are back at Exeter. Friends, if you have not checked out MikeDragosports.com yet, what are you waiting for? For the best local sports content in Burke's hand down, subscribe to MikeDragosports.com. The absolute best coverage of the Burke scene. Check it out today, MikeDragosports.com. Ian, turning our attention to Governor Mifflin, they're coached by Brian Robel. He's in his first season with the Mustangs. Currently 2-4 in Burke's one-league play, 5-11 overall. Coming off a 64-60 win over Daniel Boone on Wednesday, they withstood a 30-point career-high effort by the Blazers' Brendan Gaines. So points can be put up on them, but in that game, the McNeil brothers led the way. Delson had 19, Jarrell had 17. 
in the victory. And on the year, Delson leads the Mustangs in scoring just under 12 a game. Jarrell adds 10.9, Tyler Minnick 7.5. And Ian, they're a young team that moved to Burks 2, from Burks 2 to Burks 1. And they're a team that's going to try to use a more balanced attack because they don't have that one player who's going to put up 20, 25 a night. No, they don't have that one player that can do that. Um, Their team is really struggling right now. Their defense, I watched them against Red Lion, and they gave up a ton of points to Red Lion. So if the Eagles do not turn the ball over tonight as they did against Muhlenberg, they can definitely take advantage of this uh, Mustang team. As a team, Governor Mifflin averages 50.6 points per game. On offense, they allow 62.5. So there's a little bit as far as what you're talking about, being a little softer on the defensive end. They've hit 84 threes on the year. They've got a 67.3 free throw percentage. And Ian, when we've seen this before, when you struggle at the free throw line, unfortunately it turns over into some of the other things you're trying to do on offense. It's really, that's, there's nothing really that you can do when you're struggling at the offense, at, at the free throw line. But they, they are, Muhlenberg, they're a scrappy team, and it's a back, backyard rivalry, so you never know if, but Exeter have to be able to protect the ball tonight and not make simple mistakes. Ian, we talk about keys to the game and something that you just mentioned as far as turnovers, ball control. In that big win against Muhlenberg, they still had 18 turnovers, so they have a ways to go to start protecting that ball. Yeah, they have to definitely clean that up because against a good team, you have 18 turnovers. They found a way to win that game, but a lot of times you're not winning the game when you turn the ball over that many times. And talking about defense, another key to the game, Zion Paschal. How many times have we seen, we had the pleasure of interviewing him uh, after that Muhlenberg, actually not the Muhlenberg game, one other game. No, it was the Muhlenberg game. It was the Muhlenberg game, yeah. I did the next game at, well, we did the next game at Muhlenberg, so I had to think about where that game was. Needless to say, he puts a priority on defense. The offense certainly has come around 17 in the game against Muhlenberg, but his defense sets the tone. And he came up here and told us that. He's like, my objective is to stop their player and make them not be able to score and frustrate them through the course of the night. And that's exactly what he did. We'll be back with more Exeter Eagles pregame after this commercial break. You're listening listening to to the the Exeter Exeter Sports Sports Network. Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Two two five five. We are getting ready for the starting lineups. Both teams 
in position for that to happen. Eight minutes are up on the clock. First off, we will start with the visiting Governor Mifflin Mustangs. They start with the senior point guard, number one, Delson McNeil. Number two, a sophomore point guard, Andrew Galatuomo. Number five, senior strong forward, Jarrell McNeil. Number 14, junior power forward, Cole Renniger. And number 24, taking a look at my list here, that's Tyler Minnick. A senior. That is Governor Mifflin's starting lineup. Exeter number one, defensive specialist Zion Paschal. Number four, six foot three inch Kevin Sens. Number 14, three point specialist Teddy Snyder. Number 15, six foot three inch, all of a sudden three point specialist. Reese Garvin, great on the defensive end as well. And the big man in the middle, six foot seven inch, number 44 senior, Anthony Cachese. Starting lineups are complete. We will now go silent for the playing of our national anthem. The national anthem complete. Here at Riften, teams in their final huddles. A moment of silence for Kyle Conrad, sadly passing away in September, the former coach of the Governor Mifflin Mustangs varsity boys basketball team. Our thoughts and prayers with his family as well. Absolutely, Darren. Governor Mifflin out on the court waiting for Exeter to join them. Should Looks be a like scrappy game tonight. It should be. Cole Renninger will tip it off against Anthony Cachese. The officials getting into position. Final instructions to the players. The ball's in the air, and we are underway. Anthony Cachese gets the tip to Kevin Sens, who goes in with the drive on the left side and scores. Just like that, 2-0 Exeter. Nice drive. Kevin Sens took it right to him, eight feet. Soft jumper scores. Here's Governor Mifflin in the offensive set. Tyler Minnick has it on the right. Reese Garvin on him. He gets it to a cutting Delson McNeil. Easy layup, but he can't get it to fall. Here's Zion Paschal pushing the issue. He's got the, as he had the dribble, made a decision to take the shot, but shuffled his feet before that. So it's a turnover. And Governor Mifflin ball. Exeter with the full court press. Zion Paschal a little soft now. Bring it to the near side. Delson McNeil has it. He's crossing midcourt, left to right. Governor Mifflin in their maroon jerseys, gold number and lettering. Jarrell McNeil plays catch with his brother. Bounce it out to the top of the key. Nothing inside, so the ball comes back out. Jarrell has it. Gets it to Minnick. Back over to Delson McNeil. He's looking for a post inside from Minnick. Nothing there. Dribbling left to right beyond three. Kevin sends on him. 
Bring it to Reniger near side. Bounce it out to Minnick, who drives the lane. Puts it up with the left hand. No good. There's a rebound by Delson McNeil, but it's a partially blocked ball by Anthony Cachese, and Exeter has it. Kevin Sens has it in the offensive set. He's playing back and forth with Zion Paschal. Gets it back on the left side for a three, and that's good. Kevin Sens with all five thus far, and it's a 5 nothing Exeter lead. It's 6-20. Here in the first, Delson McNeil brings it over midcourt. Kevin sends on him, gets it to Reniger, top key beyond three. Here's Jarrell McNeil trying to drive on Paschal, gets around him, goes strong, but Anthony Cachese makes him change his shot, no good. Here's Exeter on the fast break. Sends gets it inside to Reese Garvin, who goes up, but a hand on it. It gets up ahead. Oh, what a block by Reese Garvin on Delson McNeil. Zion Paschal with a behind-the-back jumper from the free-throw line, and it drops. Yes, sir. That's a great play. Let's go. A quick timeout from Governor Mifflin. It's going to be a 30-second timeout, I believe, so we'll keep it right here. 5.47 to go in the first. 7-0 Exeter. And, Ian, this is exactly the kind of game that if you're the Eagles, you want to get to a start with. Getting out to a very quick start. Kevin Sands locked in. They're locked in on the defensive end. They're, they already have two turnovers, but if they just have to protect the ball a little bit better, but I'm like, I think they're really locked in tonight, ready to go. The official waiting for Exeter to come out of their huddle. Governor Mifflin on the floor. A lot of hustling, but even, even after the turnover, Reese ran back on the back end and got that block shot without giving up an easy bucket. Very good. Still the same five for both teams on the floor. Andrew Galantuomo has the ball. He's playing catch with Delson McNeil. Andrew's got the dribble. He gets double teamed, hands it off to Minnick, who backs it out. Cole Reniger has it on the left side. Cachese on him. Here's Galantuomo, drives, then they bounce it outside to Tyler Minnick, who hits the three. His first bucket on the night. 5.15 to go here in the first. It's 7-3 Exeter. Kevin Sens has the dribble, Reniger on him, gives the ball up to Zion Paschal, dribbling right to left. Here's Reese Garvin with a three from the deep right, and he hits it. The Eagles' second three on the night. It's 10-3, 4.55 to go here in the first. Jarrell McNeil gives it up to Reniger, gets it back to Tyler Minnick, thinks about a three, nothing there. Andrew Galantuomo takes a 10-footer, no good. Kevin Sens runs down the rebound, hands it off to Zion Paschal. Crossing midcourt now, and he'll set up the offense. Looks for Reese Garvin off a double pick down low. They get it inside to Cachese. He ultimately loses his balance. Travel, it's a turnover. It'll be Governor Mifflin ball. Daryl Johnson comes in the game for Reniger for the Mustangs. He gets the inbound pass from Tyler Minnick. Crosses midcourt, spots up for a three right away. It's on the way, no good. As they try to run it down, Reese Garvin has it, gets a long pass ahead to Teddy Snyder, who goes in no good. Anthony Cachese gets the rebound, but they're going to call a foul before it goes back up. We'll see who they call it on. 
They're going to call it on Tyler Minnick. That'll be his first. Exeter will bring it in to the right of their own basket. Zion Paschal brings it in. He's looking, gets it to Sens on the left side. A jumper from 10 feet, no good, but there's Cachese with the rebound. He's stripped. Delson McNeil has the dribble. Kevin Sens picks him up. They play catch beyond three, trying to get it in, but nothing doing. Bring it all the way back to three around the right side. Johnson has it. Get it to Delson McNeil, thinks about a three. Tyler Minnick has it. He's trying to drive around Reese Garvin, but Garvin does a nice job on defense. No good, Cachese with the rebound, and Paschal in the offensive set. Looking to drive, he's got it. It's a nice Ooh. give and go to Anthony Cachese on the left side, and he scores. That's Cachese's first bucket on the night. A 12-3 Exeter lead, 3.25 to go here in the first. The Mustangs rotated around three. Take it far left. Here's Delson McNeil with a three attempt. No good. Zion Paschal, a nice box out on Jarrell McNeil. He's got the rebound and the dribble. Gets a high pick from Anthony Cachese. Takes an eight-foot, 18-foot jumper and drills it. His fourth point on the night, 14-3 Exeter. Three minutes to go. Johnson has it, thinks about a three, backs it out for the Mustangs. Swing it all the way to the left side, bring it to the top of the key. Johnson thinks about a three, gives it up to Delson McNeil. Minnick has it now, trying to drive. Wow, he puts a, puts a, a shoulder or an elbow into Reese Garvin. He goes flying, misses his shot. Kevin Sens gets the rebound. Mm. And as he's trying to throw a cross-court pass to Teddy Snyder, he airmails it. It goes out of bounds. It'll be Mustang ball. Alex mm -hmm. Kelsey will come into the game for Teddy Snyder. They just have to just keep on playing the way that they're playing. They're having a great start. It's just that they already have four turnovers in this period already. They have to just settle down a little bit on the, on the offensive end. Delson McNeil has the dribble crossing midcourt. Kevin Sens picks him up. Andrew Galantuomo has it. Alex Kelsey all over him. Get it to Jarrell McNeil. And there's Zion Paschal all over him. The ball ultimately falls to the floor. I think they're going to call Zion for his first foul. And they do. Governor Mifflin will bring the ball in from the far side in their own zone. The offensive set. They rotate it to Johnson. Now Minnick has it beyond three deep right side. Bring it to the top of the key. Delson McNeil has the dribble against Sens. He gives it up to Galantuomo takes a three, no good. Reese Garvin runs it down, but then a little sloppy trying a bounce pass to Alex Kelsey. The Mustangs able to step in the lane, and Reese Garvin called for the foul. It's his first. So the Mustangs will bring it in to the right under their own basket. Minnick looks, he looks, he looks. Throws it up high for Delson McNeil. Zion Paschal on him. He's got the dribble, tries to drive lane on Zion, and he's able to get it off the glass and scores. Delson McNeil's first bucket on the night, 14-5 Exeter. As they break the full court press, Reese Garvin gets a pass under the basket, but Tyler Minnick's able to knock it away from him. So it goes off of him, and Exeter will have it. Zion Paschal bringing it in. He's looking, looking, gets it to Anthony Cachese. Back out to Alex Kelsey, who thinks about a three. Then he goes to drive, 
And Tyler Minnick standing there, he plows into him. He's going to be called for the offensive foul. So it'll be Governor Mifflin ball. Tyler Minnick brings it into Delson McNeil. He's got the dribble. Kevin Sens picks him up three-quarter court. Crossing midcourt now. And they call Delson McNeil for a palm, so it's a turnover for Governor Mifflin, and Exeter will have it. Kevin Sens comes out. Teddy Snyder back in the game. They, they just need a good, solid possession on the inside right now, see if they can get Anthony a good shot. 131 to go here in the first 14-5 Exeter. They've got it in the offensive set. Alex Kelsey has it. He's looking, looking. Gets the ball knocked out of his hand, but Zion Paschal runs it down. Get it to Reese Garvin. He's driving baseline. Nice move off the glass, and he scores. Reese Garvin, five points on the night. 16-5 Exeter. Here's a three from the far side by Johnson. Jarrell McNeil gets the rebound, though. Tries to put up a shot, nothing there. Andrew Galantuomo puts up a three, no good. It goes over the backboard, out of bounds. It'll be Exeter ball. Great defense. I'll tell you what, Reese Garvin has come into his own as far as defensively. Alex Kelsey gets it back to Reese Garvin, who drives the lane up off the glass and scores. Seven first quarter points for Reese Garvin. It's an 18-5 Eagles lead. 35 seconds to go here in the first. Galantuomo is stripped. Alex Kelsey has it. He's pushing the issue. Tries to get it to Reese Garvin underneath with a pass, but it's knocked out of bounds by Johnson. So Exeter will retain. They'll bring the ball into the left under their own basket. Alex Kelsey looks, gets it to Zion Paschal beyond three. Cross court to Teddy Snyder for a three, and he drills it. Teddy Snyder's first bucket on the night is a three. 21-5 Exeter. That's the third three-pointer for the Eagles in this first quarter. Delson McNeil with a jumper at the free throw line, and he hits it. Four points on the night for him. Here's Zion Paschal mm. running the lane. Puts up a floater, no good. Oh. And a last-ditch <laughs> three-quarter throw from Andrew Galantuomo goes off the backboard, but no good. We've played one quarter in Exeter. It's the Eagles, 21, the Mustangs, 7. We'll be back with second quarter action after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. 
Learn more at pennstatehealth.org slash on demand. Exeter holding the Mustangs to three. First quarter field goals, two twos and a three. Allows them to open up a 21-7 first quarter lead. So the Mustangs start with the ball in their offensive set. Johnson looks for a three, but Cachese all over him. Bring it to Delson McNeil. Teddy Snyder guarding him. Loses control, but then regains, backs out. Tyler Minnick gets it over to Johnson. They're just rotating it now outside of three. Delson looks for a three, then takes a step back, puts up another three, and hits it. Seven points on the night for Delson McNeil. Exeter breaking the press as we speak. Alex Kelsey with the dribble, gets it to Reese Garvin, who drives in, and ultimately, as he's throwing a pass back to Teddy Snyder, they call a foul. See who they call the foul on. I believe Tyler Minnick, that'll be his second. They call it on the floor as Reese Garvin was looking to pass and not shoot. Andrew Galantuomo back in the game. Tyler Minnick comes out. Zion Paschal bringing it, and he's looking. Gets it to Kevin Sens, and he gets mm. a pass right back but can't put the layup in. Ultimately, the Mustangs have the rebound. Galantuomo tries to drive on Snyder, but Zion Paschal pickpockets him. Teddy Snyder, a pass mm. to Kevin Sens for a 20-footer. Mm. No good. They battle for it. It's off of Exeter. And Governor Mifflin will have it. That was a good look for Kevin Sens. Just couldn't get it to fall. A little short. Well, they have a great start to that first period. You can't ask for a better start for the Eagles tonight. The Mustangs bringing it over midcourt. But the ball tipped by Zion Paschal. Alex Kelsey comes up with it. Exeter in the offensive set. Kelsey hands it off to Zion Paschal. Get it to Kevin Sens, who's looking to drive. It's poked away from him. Zion Paschal runs it down. Cross-court pass to Teddy Snyder. Back to Alex Kelsey. Thinks about a jumper from the free throw line. Here's a three from Teddy <laughs> Snyder right side. No good. Jarrell McNeil on the rebound for the Mustangs. Hands it off to his brother Delson. He gets it back. Thinks about a three. Pulls it down. They rotate it far left. Then they bring it out to the top of the key. Well beyond three. Delson McNeil is guarded by Alex Kelsey. Delson drives the lane. But guess what? Reese Garvin stands his ground, takes the offensive charge, and it's a foul on Governor Mifflin. Listen, his defense this year has helped us out so much. This, his block shots, his just scrappiness, all about, everything about Reese has just been good this year. So Reese Garvin, they're having a discussion as to who ultimately was being assessed the foul. It should be Delson McNeil. He's the one who was called for the charge. Coach Ashcroft looking for an explanation. They're talking with the officials right now. I think it was about substitutions when the officials would allow Anthony Cachese and Aiden Dauble to come into the game. So apparently not yet, but Exeter only has three players on the field, now on the field, Mm -hmm. on the court. And they allow, they finally allow them to come in. Stephen Mayo in the game for the Mustangs. 
Reese Garvin looks to bring it in. The Mustangs with a full court press. Kevin sends in the corner, is able to get it to Zion Paschal, mm. who fires ahead to Aiden Dauble. Back to Kevin Sens, mm. but Delson McNeil is able to poke it away. Kevin Sens couldn't quite corral the pass. And ultimately, I'll say a good foul on Kevin Sens because McNeil would have had an easy layup, a breakaway. So Mayo will bring it in to Galantuomo. Delson McNeil has it now. He's dribbling right to left beyond three. Kevin sends on him. Galantuomo drives on Paschal, but they back it out. Here's a three from Mayo from the far side. That's an air ball. Here's a pass ahead to Reese Garvin on the fast break, and he hits it. Nice, easy layup. Nine points. Reese Garvin, 23-10 Exeter at the 535 mark of the second. Exeter's defense stout. Here is Galantuomo, a long three, no good. Cachese with the rebound, and as Exeter tries to push it up, Johnson's able to steal it for Governor Mifflin. Delson thinks about a three, but gives it up. Give it to Daryl Johnson. He's trying to drive. That mm. time, Reese Garvin moved his feet a little bit. So they're going to call him for the blocking foul. Even he comes over explaining to Coach Ashcroft, I was there for the block, and all of a sudden I moved. Yeah. Right. So, so that's Reese's second, and Daryl Johnson will go to the line for two. Right now, Exeter has seven turnovers of Governor Mifflin's three. This is the only reason why this is only a 13-point game. We've almost played three minutes of this second. Each team... Let's see. The Mustangs have scored a three and Exeter a two. The first three throw from Johnson is good. Daryl Johnson has a second. It's on the way. That one good as well. His first two points on the night, 23-12. 5-10 to go here in the second. Exeter breaks the full court press, but then the ball's tipped. Renegar has it for the Mustangs. Delson McNeil dribbling up. They get it in the offensive set. He's able to take a soft jumper over Kevin Sens, but there's Reese Garvin with the big rebound. Gets it out to Sens. Look at the passing on Exeter, and Aiden Double finishes off with the bucket and one. Now there is a clinic in passing, yeah. Ian. That's a very, that's the way, exactly how you run a fast break. You, you, the ball didn't even hit the floor. That's absolutely the perfect way to run a fast break. Kevin sends Zion Paschal. They fire it down to Aiden Dauble, just waiting under the hoop. He's able to lay it in. They give the foul to Daryl Johnson, and Dauble will go to the line for one. He's got it, takes a look. It's in the air, and it's good. And a timeout on the court. Taking a look here. Is it a full timeout? Could you tell if that was a full? Well, we're going to give it a shot. We think it's a full timeout. 4.50 to go in the second. 26-12 Exeter. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. 
Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole. On the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Ian, you can see the confidence coming out of Exeter. Just play after play. The, the, the passing sharper. The defense is right there. They are, they're a fun team to watch. Absolutely. They're a very fun team to watch. They have to keep on going, though. Here's a jumper from Jarrell McNeil from the top of the key for two. He hits it. Exeter brings the ball over midcourt. Ultimately, Reese Garvin has it, puts up a shot, no good, but Anthony Cachese cleans up the glass and scores. His fourth point on the night, 28-14 Exeter, 4-10 to go here in the second. The Mustangs in the offensive set. Jarrell McNeil thinks about driving on Reese Garvin. Ultimately puts it up with the left hand in the lane, driving right to left. Reese bumps him, though. The ball doesn't drop, but Reese, he'll pick up his third, so he may take a seat. Four minutes to go here in the second. Wow. That's his third? That's his third. Wow, okay. That's, uh, I, I missed the first two. Jarrell <laughs> McNeil will go to the line for two. The first on the way, and it's good. His third point on the night. He'll have one more. Teddy Snyder comes in for Reese Garvin. He's got the ball. Takes a look at the hoop, a few dribbles, it's in the air. It's good. And a quick timeout. And it's a full timeout, 4.04 to go. 28-16 Exeter will be back after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Ole. On the web at olevalleyfeed.com. Com and on Facebook. Ian, something Exeter's able to do tonight is beat the Governor Mifflin Press, and when they do, they're able to get the ball up court quickly for some easy buckets. Just like this play right now. <laughs> so Exeter had to settle for the offense. Here's a three from Zion Paschal on the left side, and he hits it. Seven points for Zion. 31-16, Exeter, 340 to go here in the second. 
Jarrell McNeil trying to drive on Zion Paschal. Aiden Dauble helps out. He loses it. Jameer Johnson gets the rebound for the Mustangs. And then Jarrell McNeil picks up his loose shot. Ultimately, again, Exeter had been doing an excellent job with rebounding. They need to box out a little bit better there, not get caught up in the play. Overall, this game, they've done a lot better than they've done in the past games. So they have to continue to get back to that being disciplined and keeping the man on their back. Jarrell McNeil hits the first of his two free throws. He's got the ball looking for his second. It's on the way. No good. His first miss on the night. He's got five points. Zion Paschal in the offensive set. Hands it off to Kevin Sens. Bring it to the left to Aiden Dauble. Dribbling left to right in the lane. Puts up a soft floater. No good. Jarrell McNeil has it. Hands it to his brother Delson. They play catch. He gets it back inside. Delson does. Ultimately gives it to Daryl Johnson for a three. No good. But there's Andrew Galantuomo for the rebound. And the Mustangs set it up again. Here's Galantuomo trying to drive, can't get it. But Jameer Johnson gets the rebound, goes up strong, can't get it to fall, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Galantuomo, who is the smallest player in the court, gets an, off, gets an offensive rebound. He's got quickness, I'll give you that. He doesn't slow down, he moves to the ball. So Jameer Johnson has it. His first up on the way and good. Exeter 18 fouls <laughs> with 2.57 to go here in the first half. A byproduct not necessarily moving your feet and it's, it's catching up to them. They're being undisciplined on the defense because they know they're a better team than, than Governor Mifflin. They need to play solid defense. Second free throw from Johnson, no good. Kevin sends on the rebound. He's got the dribble. Hands it off to Alex Kelsey. It goes to Zion Paschal to set it up. Rotated far right, Aiden Dauble. He's looking inside. Devin Sheeran in the game now. He plays inside outside with Dauble. He gets it knocked away from him from Jarrell. And as Jarrell McNeil tries to hit Minnick on the fast break, it's too far. There's Zion Paschal to take it. Paschal gets a pick up high, but they're going to call... Devin Sheeran as a moving pick, so ultimately the block. That'll be his first. A turnover for Exeter. The Mustangs will have it. At this point, the, the turnovers are really piling up for Exeter. They're just being really sloppy tonight with, with this Governor Mifflin team. The Mustangs bring it in. Andrew Galantuomo brings it across midcourt. Alex Kelsey on him. Jarrell McNeil has it top key, brings it to Jameer Johnson. They try to go inside to Minnick, but here's Delson McNeil with a three attempt. He runs down the rebound. Tyler Minnick with a three, no good. Aiden Dauble battles for it. And I think they're gonna call Jameer Johnson for the foul. They're fifth of the half, and Exeter will be bringing it in. Good hustle, Aiden Dauble fighting for that. I think Governor Miffin should stop pressing because they're giving up way too many easy layups. Exeter brings it in. Kevin Sens has it. He's playing catch with Alex Kelsey. They push it up to Aiden Dauble. He's got it. Take it a little deeper on the right. Here's a cutting Kevin Sens. Delson McNeil able to knock it away, but Exeter gets it back. Kevin Sens with a three deep right, no good. 
Rebound, Jameer Johnson hands it back to Andrew Galantuomo. And ex excuse me, the Mustangs in the offensive set. Jameer Johnson with a jumper outside of the free throw line. No good. Devin Sheeran with the big rebound. Zion Paschal gets it to Aiden Dauble on the left-hand side. He puts up a three, and he hits it. Aiden Dauble's sixth point on the night. 34-18 Eagles, 120 to go here in the second. The Mustangs just get it over midcourt. They're in the offensive set. Bring it to Jarrell McNeil. He's playing catch with his brother Delson. Trying to drive on Kevin Sens. Absolutely nothing there. Minnick tries to drive, stops for a short jumper in the lane and hits it over Devin Sheeran. Minnick's second bucket on the night, five points for him. Exeter breaks the press again. Alex Kelsey has the dribble. Kevin Sens has it deep left, looks to drive. Doesn't have anything. Able to get it back out to Zion Paschal beyond three on the left side. He's got the dribble, looking for a pick high. Stops, plays give and go with Sheeran, but the pass is too hot. He can't control it. The Mustangs have it. Delson McNeil looking to drive. Gets it to Jameer Johnson underneath, who's able to put it off the glass and score. That's his third point on the night. They're going to call Andrew Galantuomo with a blocking foul. That's their sixth foul. So they're not in the bonus yet. Well, the only thing Exeter is not doing well tonight is protecting the ball. That's the only thing they did not do. If they start doing that, this game should be an easy win for them. 20 seconds on the clock here in the second. Alex Kelsey has the dribble, Mayo on him. Zion Paschal and Alex play catch back and Go. forth. 10 seconds on the clock. Go. Zion dribbles left to right, bring it back to Alex Kelsey. He's looking, he takes a three, but it's blocked by Jameer Johnson. They try to go full length, and another three-quarter length off the rim, and no good. We've played one half here at Exeter. It's 34 Eagles, 22 Mustangs. We'll be back with halftime comments after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. Holy Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Holy Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Holy Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole. On the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org slash on demand. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand 
lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org slash on-demand. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. We are back at Exeter. Ian, what did you, we'll talk about the details, but what did you think of that first half? The first half, the Exeter came out very fast and very clean at first. And then the second, as the game went on, they kept on turning the ball over and turning the ball over. They only have a 12-point lead when it probably should be around closer to 20. Uh, they, just, they have 10 turnovers right now. They have to come, come, uh, stop turning the ball over in the second half. They had a 14-point lead after one 12-point lead here at the break. Taking a look at scoring, in that first half, Reese Garvin, he had to sit down with three fouls at the four-minute mark of the second quarter. Uh, four minutes left of the second quarter, that is. He ends the half with nine points. Zion Paschal tallies seven. Taking a look, Kevin sends with five. Aiden Dauble, I'm missing him here. He contributed six. I'll tell you what, Ian, he's a nice addition to that offense. He is a very nice addition coming off. He's he just bring that firepower coming off, and he's not as scared as a freshman. He is not scared to come in and be able to get his open shots and, and be aggressive on the offensive end. Anthony Cachese finishes the first half with four, and Teddy Snyder had a three, so he finishes with three points. For the visiting Mustangs, taking a look at their scoring, point guard, Delson McNeil, seven points at the break. Jarrell McNeil, Tyler Minnick, five each. Jameer Johnson adds three, and Daryl Johnson, two. So when you look at the Mustangs again, not that one player that's going to score your 20, 22, 25 a game. In order for them to stay in it, number one, they have to alleviate that long break of that first quarter as far as getting the engine started. But the second part, too, is they need to start putting the ball in the bucket. Well, they're getting enough turnovers, but they're not completing the turnovers into points. You know, so they, they have to, Delson really has to step up in the second half because he is our guy. And if he starts going, he probably can start bringing the rest of the guys with him. But the Exeter defense has been playing well. If they eliminate turnovers, I think this should be a different game in the second half. Two big keys to that first half. Number one, we talked about it. You mentioned it. 
where Exeter can break the Mustang full court press with these. They got a lot of easy buckets, probably five, six easy buckets in that first half. Just being able to break it, crisp passing, getting it up the court. The second thing, the rebounding in that second quarter, Exeter got a little lax because the Mustangs were getting second and third chances and ultimately sending them to the line. So yeah. that is something that Exeter is going to have to watch in this second half. They're going to have to definitely clean that up. It's been all season that on the off on the defensive end they're not getting the rebounds. They they have to they have one of the smallest guys on the court didn't find him and he just slipped right in and grabbed a rebound and then they got two more rebounds after that. They have to clean that up as the, as the season goes along or they're not going to be able to beat a good team at all. You're absolutely right. Friends, something that occurred here at the gym at halftime, they recognized the Exeter Township 1971-72 men's basketball team. They entered them into their 2023 Athletic Hall of Fame tonight. And taking a look here, the athletes that were inducted, Jim Barr, Charlie Booker, Joe Fiddler, Dave Giles, Andy Kahn, Randy Kleinsmith, Mark Wessner, Pete Eusitis, Dwayne Bowser, Dave Winterhalter, Jeff Woodward, the last three inducted posthumously. The team was coached by Rod Hand, assistant coaches Terry Mickelhatton and Don Hadley. Uh, staff also included coaches Randy Van Fleet and Don Bickle from Exeter Township Junior High School. Some background on that team. The Eagles won their first 24 games, including a 68-39 Burks Conference championship victory over Cedar Crest. It was the first boys basketball title for Exeter, which reached the District 3 Class B semifinals and the PIAA Class B quarterfinals to finish the season 25-2. The team survived a scare earlier in the season in a non-league game at Owen J. Roberts. But Barrer's basket from just beyond half court as the buzzer sounded gave the Eagles a 68-67 victory. The average 68.4 points a game and allowed 48.9 over the 24-game win streak. Yesidas became the school's first 1,000-point scorer, 1,287, and Booker the second, 1,476. Booker ranks third on the all-time scoring list and Yesitis fourth. So congratulations to the 1971-72 Exeter men's basketball team for induction into the Exeter 2023 Athletic Hall of Fame. A fantastic accomplishment. That, that is a fantastic accomplishment. 25-2, that is really an amazing feat by that 1972 team. Uh, I'm really proud of them. Congratulations to those, to those men. We are winding down here in the at halftime, ready for the second half, so we will take a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610 
610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Good, how are you doing? Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The Exeter Sports Network. Ian, we are back with second half action at Exeter. Let's see if the Eagles can come out with the same intensity that they did at the beginning of the game. Well, if, let's see what adjustment Coach Ashcroft made with the, 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 the turnovers that they had in that first half and see if they can clean everything up. Exeter will have the ball to start this third quarter. Teddy Snyder brings it in to Zion Paschal. He's got the dribble. Delson McNeil on him. Bring it to Teddy Snyder on the right side beyond three. They rotate it to the left. Reese Garvin has it. He hands it back to Zion Paschal. Kevin Sense has it. Throw it up top to Anthony Cachese, who goes in with the layup. Too strong. No good. Tyler Minnick has the rebound for the Mustangs. And as Cole Renninger goes in for a layup, Reese Garvin with the block. It goes out of bounds. The Mustangs will have it. That kid has some fantastic arms, man. He is just long. The Mustangs have it in the offensive set. Delson McNeil thinks about a three, then pulls it down. Cole Redinger has it deep right beyond three. He's looking for a pass. Jarrell McNeil looks to drive on Zion Paschal. Nothing there. Bring it near side. They're passing it around a little bit. Here's Renninger trying to drive, but all Anthony Cachese has to do is put his hands in the air, and he decides better of it. Rotated to Jarrell McNeil on the right side. Gets it inside to Tyler Minnick, who puts a shoulder into Reese Garvin, and he gets the offensive foul. Unsung hero on our defense this season. He has been amazing, man. He sat with four minutes to go in that second, and perhaps that had something to do with what was happening on the defensive end. Exactly. So here's another break that Exeter is able to take care of the Mustang press, and Teddy Snyder ultimately gets the layup. Five points for him. On the offensive side for the Mustangs, Delson McNeil drove, took a shot, no good. Tyler Minnick got the rebound for the Mustangs, put it back up, no good, but he's fouled. They're gonna give the foul to Anthony Cachese, that's his first, and Minnick will go to the line shooting two. His first is up, and it's good. Six points on the, on the night thus far for Minnick. He's got the ball, takes a look, a few dribbles. It's in the air, and the second is good as well. So he hits for his seventh point. Here's Exeter trying to break the full court press. They do again. Teddy Snyder turns for a three and hits it. He had Anthony Cachese all alone under the basket, took it himself, and got his eighth point. Here's Tyler Minnick at the other end. He puts up a tough shot in the lane, hits it. Nine points for him. 39-26 at the 6-20 mark of the third quarter. 
Reese Garvin has it deep left, gets it inside to Kevin Sens. He tries to drive, tries to get a handoff to Anthony Cachese, but it caught him off guard at the last second. So it was a loose ball, and in trying to corral it, he fouls. So it's the second on Cachese. Well, you know that Governor Mifflin is not going to stop fighting through this whole game, so Exeter had to take control of this game right now. Andrew Galantuomo has the dribble, gives it up to Delson McNeil, bring it to Jarrell McNeil. They're rotating it. Here's a three from Delson McNeil from the top of the key, and he hits it. Ten points for Delson McNeil. Here's Exeter trying to bring it in. The Mustangs get a hand on it. Ultimately, it's tied up between Zion Paschal and Redinger. And because of possession, the Mustangs will keep it. Alex Kelsey comes into the game for Kevin Sins. It's a 10-point game at 5.51 of the third. Mustangs look to bring it in. They do. Cole Redinger looks to drive on Cachese. Nothing there. He gets stuck in the lane. Gets it out to Delson McNeil for a floater. No good. Cachese with the rebound. Zion Paschal pushing the issue. Gets it to Reese Garvin for a three near side. And he drills it. His second three on the night. 12 points for Reese Garvin. And it's a 13-point lead. Here's Delson McNeil spotting up for a three. No good. And guess who has the rebound? Actually, it looked like Reese Garvin was going to get it. Jarrell McNeil puts up a shot, no good, but Exeter has it. Reese Garvin thinks about a three, gets it back to Alex Kelsey, handed off to Zion Paschal. They're on the offensive set. A give and go with Anthony Cachese, who's all alone for the layup, and he scores. Six points for Anthony Cachese, and just like that at the five-minute mark, it's a 15-point Exeter lead. Tyler Minnick tries to drive, gets it back to Cole Redinger, who puts up a three, and he hits it. That's the fourth three on the night for the Mustangs. 12-point lead for Exeter. Here's Reese Garvin putting up a three, and he's feeling it from the far side and drills it. His third three on the night, 15 points, 47-32 at the 430 mark. The Mustangs in the offensive set. Delson McNeil loses control, but as they battle, they're going to call Alex Kelsey for the foul. It's going to be on the floor, though, so the Mustangs will bring it into the right of their own basket. The defense definitely more active in the second half right now. It's Alex's second foul. The Mustangs are bringing it in, looking, looking, looking. Finally into Redinger, and here's Jarrell McNeil with a jumper. No good, and as they battle for it, Reese Garvin runs it down. Alex Kelsey gets it. He's got the dribble left to right. Bring it near side to Zion Paschal. Gets a pickup high. Decides to take a jumper. It's in and out. Cachese can't get it, but the Mustangs do. Here's a fast break. Andrew Galantuomo seemed to be a little out of control as he tried to get a pass back to Menick. But before that happened, they're calling a foul. They'll call it on Teddy Snyder. It's his second. Something to watch, Ian. That's the fourth team foul already of the second half, and we've played half of the third quarter. We're definitely aggressive on the defensive end and getting those calls tonight. 
Here's wow. Andrew Galantuomo who drives the lane. It looked like Anthony Cachese had all ball, but they call him for the foul. Well, we are definitely going to have a problem tonight. That's five already in four minutes. Here's a quick jumper from Jarrell McNeil off the inbound pass. He scores seven points for him. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's Reese Garvin trying to drive. Nothing there. And a timeout from Exeter. 3.40 to go here in the third. It's Exeter 47. Governor Mifflin 34. We'll be back with more third quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Holy Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Holy Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Holy Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Olney. On the web at olivalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. We are back at Exeter. Ian, 3.40 to go. Five team fouls. They're going to have to watch themselves. You don't want this to come down to free throw shooting at the end. Well, right now we're in some real trouble on the, on the defensive end. We cannot be aggressive at all because the, the, the referees are blowing every whistle. At five, you're going to be in a one-on-one -on -one in no time. That's true. It's, it's one of those classic, you hope it's called the same way, and you can probably say that in every game that you played. Sometimes it seems like with Anthony Cachesa, we talked about it last game, being as big as he is, not necessarily getting the calls that he should get. Yeah. And ultimately, I think it's the officials trying to level the playing field, so to speak. Yeah. You can't level the playing field. If a man gets fouled, he gets fouled, right. no matter how big he is. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's a 10-foot jumper on the left side from Zion Paschal, and he hits it. Nine points, Zion Paschal. A shot from Governor Mifflin, no good. Here's a fast break from Teddy Snyder. He goes up for the layup. Can't get it to go, but Andrew Galantuomo will foul him. So Teddy Snyder will go to the line for two. See, they catch that ball and that outlet. They're looking out to get that ball out. And, the, and Teddy's running on the wing, and Zion is finding them. Teddy's first bounces in. Second on the way, that drops. Ten points on the night for Teddy Snyder, 51-34 Exeter at the 310 mark of the third. Tyler Minnick drives the lane, mm. puts it off the glass, and he scores 11 points for him. Zion Paschal brings it up, gets it to Alex Kelsey with a jumper just inside the free throw line. Rebound. No good, Anthony Cachese with the rebound, and he's fouled as he goes back up. He'll go to the line for two. That is exactly what you're looking for from Anthony. The determination, he was not going to be denied. He went right back up with it and got the foul. So ultimately, he continues to do that. He's going to put Governor Mifflin in trouble foul-wise. The first free throw from Anthony's good. I just love when he's more aggressive. If, if, if he's more aggressive, we're going to follow his lead. But sometimes 
he, he feels as though his size is, he holds back a little bit. Jamer Johnson on the floor for Governor Mifflin. The free throw, the second one, no good. Here's Governor Mifflin. They try to push the issue, but Exeter forces the turnover. Zion Paschal has it. Get it to Teddy Snyder for a three near side. He's knocked down. No good. There's Reese Garvin with the rebound. It's stripped from here. And ultimately, as the Mustangs try to push the ball up the court, it's kicked. So it'll be Mustang ball. Coach Ashcroft having a discussion with the official. Looked like there was some contact in the offensive end that may not have been called. But the Mustangs have it. They'll bring it in far side at midcourt. Looking, looking, looking. It's into Renegar. Bring it near side to Jarrell McNeil. He's dribbling left to right. Paschal on him. He decides to put up a three, and he hits it. Jarrell McNeil, 10 points on the night. Zion Paschal the dribble. It's 52-39 at the 2.15 mark here of the third. Exeter in the mm -hmm. offensive set. They get it inside to Anthony Cachese from Reese Garvin. Just simple up off the glass. He scores. He's got nine. The Mustangs in the offensive set. Here's a backdoor from Mayo. Kick it out to Johnson for a three, and he hits it. Daryl Johnson's fifth point on the night. Zion Paschal in the offensive set. Here's Teddy Snyder with a jumper just inside three straight away, and he drills it. Teddy Snyder with 12. 56-42, 1.30 to go here in the third. The Mustangs in the offensive set. Ball on the right side beyond three. That looked like a travel on Renegar. He shuffled his feet without any dribble. Mm -hmm. Alex Kelsey tried to strip Delson McNeil, who spots up for a three on the left-hand side and hits it. 13 on the night for Delson McNeil. Here's Exeter breaking the press again. Zion Paschal gets it to Teddy Snyder for a three. Mm. No good. Anthony Cachese battles for it, but Delson McNeil has it. And as Zion Paschal battling for the rebound, they call him for the foul. Not necessarily something I would have seen. Uh, he kind of bodied him a little bit, but I don't think it was enough for contact. Needless to say, Teddy Snyder will come out. Aiden Dahl will in for him. So it's the fifth team foul. 104 to go. Zion Paschal's third. 56-45, Exeter. They bring the ball over midcourt. Alex Kelsey knocks it away, but then he jaws, and they get him for a tee. So they tee up Alex Kelsey. This will be a couple free throws for the Mustangs. Jarrell McNeil will shoot them. He's on the line. The first is up and no good. McNeil three for five on the night from the line. The next one up and that's short. We have to be disciplined with him. Regardless of what's going on the court, we have to stay disciplined. I mean, you can't be getting the technical at that juncture of the game. It's an 11-point game, and you're getting the daggone technical. 
So the Mustangs will bring it in midcourt, far side. Get it into Delson McNeil. Kevin Sens guarding him. He's crossing midcourt now. Tries to drive on him, but hands it off to Mayo. Mayo brings it near court to Johnson to Jarrell McNeil. They're still rotating it. Johnson decides to drive, but he loses the ball. It'll be off of him. It's Exeter ball. As he drove to the basket, he just lost it. He was looking for a call that it was off an Exeter player, but he doesn't get it. So Kevin Sens has the dribble, hands it off to Zion Paschal. 30 seconds to go here in the third, 56-45 Exeter. Reese Garvin has it. He plays catch on the left side beyond three. Zion Paschal has it now beyond three right side. 16 seconds to go here in the quarter. Kevin Sens has it. They've just been passing it around, looking for the last shot of the quarter. Oh. Anthony Cachese comes out for a block, <laughs> or a, I should say a pick, and they call him for a block. That's one of those certain officials aren't letting anything go. That's going to be Anthony's third foul. Looked like he was set to me, but that's why I'm not an official. Eight to three on the, on the fouls. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set. Two seconds left. He's trying to put up a shot as Johnson at the buzzer and no good. We've played three at Riften. It's Exeter 56, Governor Mifflin 45. We'll be back with fourth quarter action after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org slash on demand. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. We are back at Exeter, eight minutes on the clock. The Eagles an 11 point lead. They'll have the ball to start this fourth quarter. Kevin Sens crosses midcourt, gets it to Zion Paschal. Get it to Aiden Double on the left-hand side, well beyond three. Kevin Sens has it, he's dribbling left to right beyond three. Hands it off to Reese Garvin. Get it inside to Anthony Cachese. He looks to go up strong. It's off of him with a dribble. Anthony getting a little frustrated with the calls in the offensive end. Eight team fouls for Exeter. So they're in the bonus, the one and one bonus. The Mustangs in the offensive set. Here's Galantuomo putting up a three. No good, Anthony Cachese with the big rebound. Hands it off to Zion Paschal. Dribbling left to right, hands it to Aiden Dauble. He gets it to the right. Beyond three to Kevin Sens. Hands it off to Paschal. 
give it to Aiden Double on the left. He goes for a shot, mm. gets it to drop just inside the free throw line, and he'll go to the line for one. Nice drive. Aiden Dauble got slapped on the wrist, able to get it in the air, and it falls. Well, maybe he can bring a little spark to this Exeter team to finish this game out right now. <laughs> Waiting for them to put the bucket up on the scoreboard. There they go. And the free throw is good as well. A three-point play for Aiden Dauble. Nine points for him. The Mustangs are in the offensive set. Here's a quick three from Delson McNeil. That's short. Anthony Cachese with the rebound. Hands it to Zion Paschal. He's got the dribble. 6.55 to go here in the fourth. It's a 14-point Eagles lead. A jumper from <laughs> Zion Paschal with his foot on the three line. He scores 11 points for him. And a timeout on the floor. 6.46 to go here in the fourth. Exeter 61, Governor Mifflin 45. We'll be back with more action right after this break. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, you take a look at the scoring with the players on the floor right now. And you've got scoring 15-999. That's what you need if you're looking to go deep into a season. And that's exactly what they've been doing the, the whole season. So I don't know how many times we've been saying the balance scoring from this team is going to carry them as far as they're going to go. The Mustangs bring it in from the near side. Andrew Galantuomo has the dribble. Aiden Dauble picks him up. They rotate it to the left. Here's Delson McNeil looking to drive on Reese Garvin, but a great job. Tries to get it to fall, doesn't. Zion Paschal with the rebound. Delson McNeil picks him up, but he's able to get it across midcourt. He plays catch with Aiden Dauble. Get it to Reese Garvin, who puts up a long three on the left side. No good, but it's tipped out to Kevin Sens, who goes in with the drive strong. Can't get it to fall, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Yeah, that's a good aggressive take by Kevin tonight. Tyler Minnick will get the foul. That's his fourth. The first free throw from Kevin Sens bounces in. His sixth point on the night. He'll have one more. Few dribbles. It's on the way, it's in and out. 6-10 to go in the fourth, 62-45 Eagles. Here's Tyler Minnick putting up a shot in the offensive zone. No good, but the Mustangs get it back. Delson McNeil has the dribble left to right, hands it off to his brother Jarrell, looking to drive on Zion Paschal, nothing there. 
Andrew Galantuomo hands it back to Johnson, but before he takes the shot, slides his feet a little too much. It's a travel, a turnover for the Mustangs, and Exeter will keep it. Reese Garvin will bring it in. They'll keep it? No, they'll just bring it in. So the Eagles break the press yet again. Here is Anthony Cachese, but his layup is blocked by Jameer Johnson. At the other end, Jarrell McNeil tried to put in a left-handed shot. No good. Aiden Dauble with the rebound, but he's fouled. That is the sixth team foul on the Mustangs. So Exeter will have possession. The foul on the floor. Let's go. That's the third of Delson McNeil. Here is Exeter breaking the press again, <laughs> and Anthony Cachese all alone, just waiting for the ball, and he puts it off the glass and scores. 11 points for him. Here's a long three from Delson McNeil, no good. It bounces around, Reese Garvin has it. And I think they'll call Jarrell McNeil for the foul, which will put the Mustangs in the one and one. That, that press hasn't worked the whole night, so I don't understand why the coaches continue the press on, on the exit of Eagles. Probably six, seven, or eight fast breaks where just absolutely taking care of it as far as the pass. Here's Kevin Sens battling. Reese Garvin's first free throw, no good. Kevin Sens able to get position going for the rebound, and he's fouled, so he'll go to the line for a one-and-one. One. Good hustle, Kevin Sens. You continually give up easy e easy layups on the other end when they're breaking that press so quickly. Tyler Minnick called for the foul. That's his fifth. He's out of the game. Waiting for Roble to put a player in for him. It'll be Stephen Mayo. Kevin Sens waiting for the ball on the free throw line. Well, all of a sudden, it's a 19-point game, but now they're really putting their, their, their foot to the pedal. Kevin Sens has it. The first one on the way. It's strong. Thank no good. Got to get back to concentrating and start making your free throws and being solid at the line. They obviously said Kevin was in the act of shooting for the foul as he gets two mm -hmm. automatic. The second, no good, but Zion Paschal runs down the rebound, gets it to Teddy mm. Snyder mm. near side mm. for a three, no good. They battle for it. And ultimately, Jameer Johnson, I believe, is gonna be called for the foul on Anthony Cachese with the push. Well, all of a sudden now, the fouls are balanced out. Yes, they are. Taking a look to see who that foul was on. Looks like they're giving it to Delson McNeil. That's his fourth. Mm -mm. Cachese's first free throw, no good. The Mustangs in the offensive set. Here's Jarrell McNeil driving the lane. The left-handed shot, no good, but Delson gets it back, puts up a soft jumper and hits it. 15 on the night for him. We'll just turn the ball over. The Mustangs get it. 
they get it off of the Exeter inbound, and then ultimately, as the Mustangs are trying to drive to the hoop, it goes out of bounds. But it's an off an Exeter player. Mayo brings it in. Galantu almost able to drive by Teddy Snyder. Go up with a soft jumper in the lane, and he scores. The quickness there paid off for him. That's his first bucket of the night. 64-49, 4.30 to go here in the fourth. Exeter has it in the offensive set. Reese Garvin puts up a three near side, and he drills it. Reese Garvin's fourth three on the night. 18 big points. And here is Exeter getting a turnover on the other end. A long outlet to Zion Paschal. He goes up off the glass and scores. Zion Paschal with 13. The Mustangs in the offensive set, 3.55 to go. It's a 20-point Exeter lead. Jermaine Johnson for the Mustangs goes off. Jameer Johnson, excuse me, goes off the glass and scores. And a timeout on the court. 3.46 to go. Here in the fourth, it's Exeter 69. Governor Mifflin 51 will be back after this break. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Governor Mifflin coach Brian Robel having a conversation with the officials. And the official, the one official, goes over to talk to an Exeter assistant coach. Well, they really crunked crunk that defense up in the second, in this fourth quarter, and really started making that big separation with against Governor Mifflin. 3.46 to go here in the fourth. Exeter will bring it in from the far side at midcourt. Reese Garvin into Zion Paschal. He's got the dribble left to right. Hands it off to Teddy Snyder. He gets it back, looking to drive. Gets it to Reese Garvin for a three on the Ooh, near side. Good. It's short. Zion Paschal runs it down. Mm. A pass to Reese Garvin, a little too hot, but then Stephen Mayo gives it up. It's ahead to Teddy Snyder, mm. who tries to make a, a little pass into Kevin Sens. One of those, you probably should take it yourself. You're trying to be unselfish, but it does go off a Mustang player, so Exeter will retain. Reese Garvin will bring it in. Oh, I'm not sure what happened on the dribble there. It's almost like it was a flat ball, but Delson McNeil Ooh. is able to make the drive. Devin Sheeran makes him change it. <laughs> Daryl Johnson got the rebound for the Mustangs, and as he went to put the ball back up, he's fouled. So he'll go to the line for two. They call the foul on Teddy Snyder. That's his fourth. The first free throw up and good for Daryl Johnson. Yeah, there are a lot of fouls tonight. Right. Uh, 
Official getting the ball to Johnson again for the second. He takes a look, it's on the way, and it's good. He's four for four from the line this evening. Nine points for him. Zion Paschal has the dribble, 310 to go in the fourth, 69-53 Exeter. Kevin Sens got the ball, takes a jumper just inside the free throw line and scores. Eight points for Kevin Sens. Here's Jarrell McNeil with a jumper free throw line, no good. They get it ahead to Kevin Sens. He goes for the drive and he's able to put it home. Nice drive, Kevin sends 10 points on the night for him. The Mustangs in the offensive set. <laughs> so Andrew Galantuomo, who's gotta be the shortest player, I think he's at 5'6", tried to go around 6'5", Devin Sheeran, who was gonna have nothing of it and ends up blocking his shot out of bounds. So it'll be Mustang ball. Nolan Morris comes in for the Mustangs. They make wholesale changes. It's a 20-point game, 73-53 at the 233 mark here in the fourth. Governor Mifflin coach just threw his flag in, so he just emptied his bench. Andrew Bauer in the game, Carson Redding in the game. Devin Nestor. Josh Terman. And of course, Devin Sheeran. So the Mustangs in the offensive set, they try a give and go. Ultimately, it goes out of bounds off of a Mustang player. So it'll be Exeter ball. Terman has the dribble left to right. Devin Nestor hands it to him. They play catch back and forth. Terman looks for a cutting Nestor, not there. He's got the dribble, back it back out to Andrew Bauer. He looks for a shot. Here's Devin Nestor for a three from way downtown, and he hits it. Devin Nestor's first bucket on the night. And a 76-53 Exeter lead. The Mustangs in the offensive set. Here's a drive on the right side. No good. Aiden Cannon, Devin Sheeran got in his way. Devin Nestor gets it to... Carter Redding, who tries to bring it cross-court to Bauer, but it's knocked out of bounds. Brady Murray will come into the game for Devin Nestor. 1.33 to go. This guy comes in like two minutes and get two blocks and, and three rebounds, Devin Sheeran. He'll give you the good minutes, <laughs> absolutely. So Ian, Exeter came out tonight. They got a fast start, seemed to get, here's Brady Murray. Nice back door, able to get it off the glass and score his first bucket on the night. 78-53, Exeter. Here's a long three from Nolan Morris for the Mustangs and he hits it. And ultimately as Carter Redding is bringing the ball up, he's fouled. They're in the bonus, the double bonus, so he'll go to the line for two. You're right, Darren. They came out with that odd start, then they cool down in the second and, and third period, and then they just clunk it back up right in the fourth quarter and just had a big separation. The first free throw by Redding, no good. 
And the second bounces in. Now you have other freshmen coming in the game, Jaden Ware. One minute to go. The Mustangs in the offensive set. They get it inside, makes a little space, puts up a soft shot, no good. They battle for it. The Mustangs get it. But there's Devin Nestor to cut the lane, take the steal. They push it up to Josh Terman, 40 seconds. Jaden Ware brings it near side to Andrew Bauer for mm. a three. That's long, no good. The Mustangs rebound it, 30 seconds to go. They push it up. Here's a long three from the left side. It's short. Brady Murray with the rebound for Exeter. He just decides they're going to slow it down. Odds are that was the last shot of the game. Josh Terman has the dribble. Winding down to 10 seconds. And that'll be the last play of the game. So five seconds. They let the ball there at midcourt. And they finally let the clock run out. Your final here in Rifton. Exeter 79, Governor Mifflin 56. We'll be back with post-game comments after these commercial messages. You're listening to the victorious Exeter Eagles on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll be right back. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at olivalleyfeed.com. And on Facebook. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. 
Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org slash on-demand. Holy Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Holy Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Holy Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. We are back at Exeter. A victorious Exeter Eagle will be joining us, Reese Garvin, shortly. But Ian, 79-56. Looking at the scoring, Reese Garvin, 18. Zion Paschal, 13. Let's see here. Teddy Snyder, 12. Kevin Sens, 10. Anthony Cachese had 11. Aiden Dauble adds 9. Everyone contributing tonight. Everyone was on fire tonight. They, they were absolutely just really, really, really in a good form. And they really stepped up in the second half in that fourth quarter, especially that fourth quarter. We are pleased to have Reese Garvin join us in the booth. Reese, did you know you were a three-point shooter coming into this season? Well, last year that was my specialty. That's basically what I came into varsity for. And I knew like over the offseason I had to elevate my game, be able to knock them down even more consistently than last year. So one thing we noticed, you went out, there were four minutes to go in that second quarter. Mm -hmm. You provide a defensive spark for your team. And, and I think, you know, you, Zion, Teddy, you guys, Kevin Sens, you guys set the tone. Tell me what your approach is to defense. We just come in and we just try to cause havoc. No, your defense is really good. I'm like, they're running down that play in the second quarter after you turn the ball over down there. I'm like, you've been absolutely a godsend on the inside, on, on the defensive end for us this year. Thank you, I I'm appreciate like, you. you. You gotta keep that up, man, that's really good. I see, that's the point. So, when you come into a game like this, let's go back to the Muhlenberg game, all mm -hmm. right? So, Muhlenberg, you guys came out really hard fought. You win that game. Of course, Mannheim Township. So, it could have been a lull. You know, you've had two pretty tough games, but you mm -hmm. guys came out with a lot of intensity right from the get-go. What was your thought process coming into this game? Every game matters. We want to be as high up in the rankings as we can, and we just know that we can't take any team light, no matter what the record is. So you're a big man tonight. Anthony Cachese had like 11 and 9 tonight. 
how is that how is that for helping you out on the inside oh that definitely helps for sure just having a big body in the paint like that that helps me so much like especially on the offensive boards helps takes, me a lot takes a lot of pressure off of you that's yeah, good of course so moving forward, Reese, how do you physically, you know, we're about halfway through the season now. It's been a lot of fun watching you guys. Right. How's how's the, the mental psyche of the team? You guys must be riding high right now with a lot of really positive wins. Yeah, I mean, we've had our ups and downs throughout the season, and we just got to stay locked in, come together, play as a team. And if we do that, I don't see who can beat us. Well, as we said, Reese, 18 big points on the night, countless rebounds. A fantastic job on the court tonight. Like I said, it's a pleasure being able to watch you out there. It's great. We appreciate you taking time in the booth with us tonight, and good luck the rest Thank of you. the I season. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Good job, bud. See you tomorrow. Nice job. Thank you. We thank Reese Garvin for joining us here in the Exeter Sports Network booth. Again, a fantastic job from the Exeter Eagles. Taking a look at the Mustangs scoring. They were led Delson McNeil, their senior point guard, had 15. His brother Jarrell had 10. And let's see here, Tyler Minnick actually had 11 before he fouled out in the fourth quarter. So much like they were looking for the balanced scoring, they just didn't get enough of it. They, just, they didn't get enough of it. They, didn't, they couldn't get enough stops. Even with all the turnovers that Exeter had, they had no answer to Exeter's defense to being able to get a good, clean shot every time down the court. And we talked about those fast breaks, that Governor Mifflin had no answer. They tried to press as far as Exeter. Exeter just had the open guy, the clean pass, boom, boom, down the court. And like you talked about, two passes, somebody flying on the wing, somebody waiting under the basket, getting that pass, putting it in. So many of those opportunities and buckets tonight, which certainly propelled Exeter to the win. Absolutely. I, I still don't understand why the coach was still pressing when clearly Exeter's press break was at, 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 at its peak tonight and they weren't making those mistakes. But he continued to press and they, and they continued to give up easy buckets during the course of the night. So a fantastic victory for the Exeter Eagles this evening. Let me take a look here. They actually will move to 5-2. and two. In Burke's two league play, 10 and four overall. And we look forward to the next game on the Exeter Sports Network. That will be Tuesday, January 24th, where your Exeter Eagles boys varsity team will play the Conrad Weiser Scouts. Turn in or tune in. It's somewhere around 7.15, 7.20. We never know when the JV game will be over. And of course, we come on. But we look forward to that game to see if Exeter can't continue this role that they're on. Right now they're really hot, so they have a huge game against, um, oh my gosh, a team tomorrow. Uh, some, some, a charter school tomorrow, so we'll see uh, in, at the Redding tournament. So we'll see if they can really match up really well against them. It's gonna, it was a tough game tonight. We'll see if, how they play well tomorrow. Friends, that's all from Riften. Tonight's final, Exeter 79, Governor Mifflin 56. For my partner, Ian Kelsey, our producer, Dave Haas. Dave, thank you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Fantastic having you with us. I'm Darren Ziner, friends. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a good evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Boys Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph Medical Center, 
on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gell of Media. Good night. <laughs>